We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Coachable Podcast. So glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> we have my dear, dear friend, my assistant, my COO, my right hand, my just ride or die bitch <laughs> in the studio. She's always here. You just haven't seen her yet. Um, and today is sort of our coming out of the closet <laughs> moment <laughs> because Nikki is not just an integral part of making this show what it is, but she's an integral part of my life and my journey and um, a supportive uh, pillar in allowing me to be all that I am. And so it makes perfect sense to have her on this side of the camera today and just sit down, talk about what's been going on in our lives. We might giggle, we might cry, who knows what's going to happen, <laughs> but I'm really excited about it nonetheless. So Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you. I have been here for almost all the shows mm -hmm. since we've been here in studio. So it's a wild, uh, wild experience being on this side of the desk. Yeah. How are you feeling? <laughs> I don't know what to expect. So it's interesting being in this seat for the the guest, the the interviewer. I'm, yeah. I'm learning a lot just in sitting here in this chair. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you have seen this show become what it is since we started in this studio. Yeah. You've been with me through a lot. I'm curious just to know, like, what has working for this show and working together meant for you what have you learned so far like because i know this is i sort of threw you into the deep end <laughs> um when we started working together i was like okay first of all you guys mickey is one of these people that has many talents she's extremely skilled in many things <laughs> she's a jack of jacqueline a nikki of all trades <laughs> and so it's hard to label her as one thing because she's so many things but also when I met her and got to know her and then started spending time with her, I was like, uh, yes, we're going to be friends. And like, I need you just in my sphere and orbit and world. Like, how can we work together? And since then, we've been trying to figure that out in terms of like, what do you do yeah. for the business? Because yeah. <laughs> you too. do so much. <laughs> so what has it been like for you being on, on this team and on, on board with this pro project? I mean, building. it's hard to even bring it to words, but it's been incredible. I think, you know, I've had a lot of people in my life say I'm skilled at a lot of different things, and it is hard to describe, like, what it is that I do or how I do it. I've had, you know, people say, I, you need a Nikki in your life. Like, there's <laughs> no way to really label who I am. And I've never had a position or worked in a team where it was so synonymous with, like, life in general like the journey that I'm walking through the journey that you know I'm seeking and it's been incredible to be 
surrounded by a community in the guests that we have on here mm-hmm. in being in close proximity to you and being close proximity to you know the industry of um you know just the walk of life mm-hmm. that we're all trying to kind of figure out and go through and I feel like it's the first time I've ever kind of felt that synergy of you know I wake up every day and what we're working on together is goes so hand in hand in what we're literally living through Mm -hmm. in the day to day and that's so relevant for our life right now and um I don't know that I've ever been in another position where I've grown so much just as a human Mm. because I've had such close proximity to growth tools opportunities like human beings that I wouldn't otherwise be in such close proximity to and it's been I think the biggest almost like takeaway I guess you would say it has been watching the way that you lead Mm. and the way that you lead yourself the way that you lead the business the way that you lead me and vice versa and that has been really powerful Mm. because you know I said this on an Instagram post that I that I said yesterday but it's one thing when people tell you something it's a completely different thing when you watch someone do it. Mm. It's like Nike, just do it. Like so many of us are stuck in the telling other people what to do, especially in the industry of podcasting, coaching. There's so many people out there that are like, this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. And it's been incredible to work work in close proximity to someone that says those things and then goes and does them Mm. and like lives (laughs) lives those Mm. and that's a true testament to you and the human that you are and um that's just been incredible I mean I've seen firsthand but I've also seen um you know the podcast reviews that come in the stories that we get in our inbox the clients that you have one-on-one and hearing all their stories just like really backs up my own experience Mm. and what I've experienced on the other side of this desk yeah because <laughs> for those that don't know like when she talks about we're in close proximity oh, girl we are we, she lives across the hall from me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so literally Roomies. she could open her door and um there i am so we spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. and when you spend that much time with any human being yeah um you see so much about them you mm-hmm. get to know a lot about them and I think in the podcasting, in the personal development world, in the, the age of social media that we're in, it's really easy to see what people put out there and think they know you, mm-hmm. right? And think you're actually getting a glimpse of what somebody's real life is like. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, you might be getting a look into their life, but it's it's surely not <laughs> all of it, Mm-mm. right? And um, you and I have a unique relationship because it's very personal, but it's also professional. Um, and you see what no one else sees mm-hmm. in terms of how I live, how I uh, lead, how I show up or don't. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, of all people, have an upfront front and center, first row, like sneak peek into like, is she talk about it or is she really about it? Does that make you feel like you're always on? Like you're always on? No. You're always working? No. Uh-uh. Um, I think it, for other people, it might lead to that. I think I'm, I'm not going to say finally, I'm in a position in my life where I feel the power of congruency and alignment in the Mm -hmm. sense that this isn't this doesn't mean i don't make mistakes it doesn't mean i don't screw up it doesn't mean i'm perfect (laughs) doesn't mean that i always get it right but i'm living in more alignment in the sense that i have less tolerance for my own bullshit Mm. yes you know what i mean yeah because we can all like say the right things and sound good on social media or even on this show it's a whole nother thing to live like you were saying to live it to Mm -hmm. walk it to be it yeah and regardless of if you were in that close to me or not this is how i'd be living my life 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it's just how I'm choosing to move throughout the world. But that's not to say there isn't power and there isn't, uh, I don't benefit from having you close because it is a built-in accountability structure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, Gentle you know, reminder. It is. And I think one of your superpowers that we've kind of identified as we've gotten closer is like your innate ability to hold space mm. for me, just personally. Yeah. Um, and we didn't even know it was like, what does that mean? Yeah. What, is a, what is a space holder? How would you describe what that means for our personal lives, but also in the business? Ooh, great question. Um, you know, I think a space holder is somebody that makes you feel safe and makes you literally feel safe in a way where you can expand and be all that you are so when someone holds space for you they there's a level of allowance mm. there's a level of acceptance there's a level of curiosity that um is honestly just kind of like energetic mm -hmm. it, it's shown in your presence in the way that you're present with them um the way you hold that attention and this obviously you can do for friends you can do for strangers you can do in a room full of when you're you know leading breath work mm -hmm. and i think personally it's well let me start professionally i think that it's been i truly believe that like you are the only you mm. and that's your power and i love holding that space for people in allowing people to discover what that even is because so much of the world tells us oh, you can't desire that. You can't want to do that. You can't have that dream. There's like so many things in the world, so many people in the world, so many ideas that are telling us that we can't be or achieve or create whatever it is that's on our heart. But I believe that if it's on, it's on your heart because it's meant for you mm -hmm. to create. It's not on my heart, but that's because I'm not the one that's meant to create it. So I love holding that space, especially for you and in this business and be, in being like, you know, what do you want to create mm -hmm. and allowing whatever it is that comes to you to really be able to come out mm -hmm. in, because that's the first step mm -hmm. in anything that you create mm -hmm. is the acknowledgement that you even have that desire. Yep. And I know that I've had the desire to hold the space for other people because it's almost like the one thing I felt like I never had growing mm. up was that acceptance of, you're allowed to want to create that in your life. Mm. You're allowed to want to bring that to life. You're allowed to like doing that. Whatever these things may be, there was just always a sense of like stiflement, mm -hmm. stifling, stif I don't know what the word is. <laughs> but, you know, just this suppression feeling. Yeah. And I've come to love to create that space for other people. Yeah. And that shows up a lot in the business that we do. Um, I think that that's one of the things that is hard for people to label me because yeah. like, we don't really have positions mm -hmm. in the workforce that are me called that are called you know oh yeah a space, space holder because um, you, you as much as you hold space you also one of your natural gifts is um, being able to extract mm -hmm. the maybe unknown and make it known you're mm -hmm. you're able mm -hmm. to ask the right questions of me to make me search within myself so then it is gets extracted from me that I didn't even, yeah. you know what I mean? I, maybe I haven't even been able to articulate or haven't been able to fully form that idea or that mm -hmm. thought, but also, so there's that piece of it. And I, and I think that comes, you mentioned that that might stem from childhood and not having that space for you because one of the things that you do so well is you do what David Meltzer says. He says, be more interested than interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're so interested. You care. Yeah. And this is what I would invite other people listening to the show. Like if you, because Nikki's a very powerful human being mm -hmm. in her presence, in the way she carries herself. She doesn't have to be the loudest person in the room for you to know that she's there. And when you interact with her, you feel impacted by her presence mm. and 
it's because you embody you you care and what i want people to hear from that is like dare enough to give a damn yes like and that requires you to be present it requires you to get out of your own like thinking about you and how do i look and how am i being perceived and am i interesting and do they like me and and that's how much so many of us try to go out and create what we want by making ourselves look and be or be perceived a certain way and you're like i'm here like talk to me like what's going on how are you feeling how does that make you feel and all of a sudden i feel so seen Mm -hmm. i feel so important and what i've realized and this is new over the last couple months is one of my love languages and the ways that i feel most loved and most taken care of is that is feeling like someone is interested mm, like you matter that you matter yeah that you're for this moment like i am so enthralled with what you mm-hmm. have to say about this like you're and that is felt through presence yeah we could even not be talking but it's like yo i'm here yeah and yeah. that's so powerful yeah i uh I want to tell you about my morning. Yeah, tell me about your morning. Uh, you know, I walked in here and you were like, wow, you're glowing. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a great morning. You know, I've recommitted myself to uh, my fitness journey and health journey, which was awesome. That's how I started my day. But um, I have met these new friends, these two new friends. They're a couple. And that's a whole other story. And I met them at a coffee shop exchanging a charger. Yeah. She needed help. It was the craziest way to meet somebody. But um they're two of the most incredible, unique human beings that I've met in a long time. And we, uh, we sat down and shared a, I participated in a matcha ceremony, hmm. a matcha tea ceremony. You love matcha. I do. I recently discovered it. I love it. But um, I have been so intrigued about learning how many ceremonies they hold in their, in their life. And a lot of people can be confused about what ceremony even means. You know, in our society here in America, like we don't share that many things that include ceremony, but in a lot of cultures, there's ceremony around tea, there's ceremony around the way you wake up, around dance, around all these things. We think of it as like, you're getting married, yeah. or your, your baby's getting baptized or you're dying yeah. or something. <laughs> and um, like you said about the curiosity piece, I've just been so curious about these human beings. You know, when people meet, our natural reaction is to ask a lot of questions, usually because we're like we're curious, but oftentimes it's out of a deflection mm-hmm. of like, if I ask you questions, you won't have time to ask me questions. I don't have to talk about myself. Um, and you know, maybe that's a little bit of how my curiosity started, but, but really these people fascinate me because they're so rooted in what's important to them. Mm. And I find that so curious mm-hmm. because nowadays a lot of people are maybe fleeting or don't hold strong in what's true to them, what's important to them. So when I meet people with that presence, you hold this presence in a lot of different ways. Yeah, Yeah. this conviction of, you know, I'm rooted in who I am and what's important to me. I just want to know more. Mm -hmm. I find it fascinating. And one of the things that, you know, we talked about was I said, it's been such an honor to meet the two of you and be in the presence of, your groundedness and who you are and they were like on our side it's so powerful to feel so seen mm-hmm. and safe in the presence of someone that is so curious about our life because mm-hmm. we've actually been met with a lot of oh you're weird or that's weird or like they just have not been seen in mm-hmm. these things that are so important to them and I come in and I'm like, tell me more. Like, this is amazing. You know, we participated in a a couple different like little rituals that they do and the way that they kind of start their morning. And it was so beautiful to witness. Mm -hmm. And I think that gave me more energy in being curious about what was going on in their life, what was important to them than I ever could have received by just being like, oh, let me tell you about me and Mm -hmm. let me share. It was so energizing to receive Mm -hmm. in that way by being curious. Mm -hmm. And I think that's 
what I love so much about holding space for people is I would have never learned about any of these things. There's like four different ways to even drink matcha. He's like, do you want it this way or that way? I'm mispronouncing all the different ways. And like, I learned so much and it's only noon mm -hmm. this morning. I you know. know, it's incredible. It is, it is. And I think we live in a culture and in a society that's so disconnected oh. from what's truly, uh, what truly matters yeah. and what's really meaningful. And that's why when you meet people who are actually connected yeah. uh, to their values, mm -hmm. even though they might be different from yours, yeah. they know what they value and they live it and they practice it mm -hmm. and they're, they're open and willing to share it with you and educate you. It's beautiful. It's, it's symbiotic. It's, yeah. it's, it's this, it feeds as you learn and listen, you are receiving, you know what I mean? You think you're giving of your time, but you're really like getting so much in return. And, and that's the essence of, that's the benefit. That's the gift of being present and being just an open channel mm -hmm. and just not being attached yeah. to how I think you should be or how I, how I only like how I do things or how I run my day. It's like, Oh, I, a friend of mine, she wakes up in the morning. She's like, one of her prayers or like her affirmations is I can't wait to be surprised by Ooh, like by life today. Like, like what is that. life going to surprise me with today? So I love that so, so, so much. And that I think that's one of your superpowers, but also practically in the business. And, and I, I think this is important for people to know, like, obviously I run podcasts, I speak, I run events, Nikki helps me with all of those things. But practically speaking, I, you guys might look at me, I don't know if you do or not, honestly. I'm assuming this on some level, you're like, oh, she's like, she does this. Like she knows what she's doing. She can handle it, blah, blah, blah. I just want to be real with people for a second because there was a recent uh, event that I spoke at. It was a very exciting opportunity for me um, at, a, at a venue that we were super excited for. And the day before I was supposed to go on to speak, I was experiencing a lot of imposter syndrome. Mm, I and remember this. Yeah. I want to share this because I don't, I am committed to pulling back the veil and like actually being real. Cause I don't, it doesn't serve me or serve any of you for me to pretend that I'm something I'm not. Yeah. So the night before I'm like, how can I get out of this? <laughs> like, mm, this feels like a lot of pressure. This feels like a big responsibility. I don't know if I can do this. I'm scared. What if I mess it up? Why, you know, I was really in my head like, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm feeling like I just want to hide. I want to run away from this because what this opportunity is asking for me is to step up, to step mm -hmm. forward, to step further into my purpose, to my calling, to who I am. And there was this part of my uh, uh, internal, uh, like my ego that was like, run, run, run. <laughs> so I didn't even share that with you that day. I don't think it wasn't till like, I think yeah, no. like on the way there, <laughs> like in the parking lot. I think it was lot. after. I, I'm yeah. not sure. But um, during those types of things, Nikki is always like, right there with me. She always has usually a list of what do we need? <laughs> what are, you know, do we have everything? Do you have a change of clothes? Whatever it is, you know, and everyone's coming into this room. Um, we're getting set up with our mics and everything. And you can tell I'm on the other side of the room. Yeah. I'm like in a tizzy. Uh, I want you to like share your experience yeah. of this, but yeah, I was, I was, um, my heart and my head were not in the same place, mm -hmm. I think is a, is a good way to say it. Great way. Um, and I can feel this in my body and now you're so attuned to me, you know, when I'm in these states, mm -hmm. but like I was very much in my head and mm -hmm. I had to speak and I'm only at my best when I, I'm leading from my heart. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like almost just lost. I'm like sitting on the side of the stage. <laughs> Great way like, to, yeah. 
what am I doing? Like, I don't know, should I be on stage yet? Should I not? Da, 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 da. And Nikki comes over through the crowd because there's like a lot of people in this room. And she, well, what do you, I can't remember what you said to me. I want you to like tell your experience because this is another example of holding space. Yeah. And I, and I need you guys to understand that people who do things at a high level, they don't get there alone. Mm. You're not successful by yourself. Mm. There is no way that the people that you look up to, you listen to the people that write the books that you read or the shows that you, whatever, they didn't get there just because they were born that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I want you to share your experience with that. Cause this is really an yeah. important way that you hold space and that maybe other people can start to identify for themselves. How can I be there mm, for the people I love yeah. most? Well, to give even further background of the situation we were in, there was a lot we didn't know about how the day was going to go. We didn't really even know what the room looked like. We didn't know what the stage was going to look like. We didn't know how many people were going to be there in there. We kind of went into the room blind, mm -hmm. like 10 minutes before, you know, you're supposed to go on stage. And so going in, me being in my position and having to be, you know, I am trying to think 10 steps ahead about any of the possibilities that could happen, make sure we're prepared for anything that's happening. And so having such little information, you know, I have a toolbox in the back of my mind of like anything that could go wrong, anything we would need. And so, you know, I'm, we're in the room, we're getting the mics on, like you said, and I was on the other side of the room because, you know, we had invited a lot of people. So I was talking to the people, some of the people that we knew in the room and, but I'm never losing my eye on you. Um, and I could literally watch the disconnection happen. You know, I could, everybody has a little bit of nerves. I had a little bit of nerves coming and sitting here today. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's what I saw at first. I'm still talking to people and I saw it evolve into this like almost dissociation. Yeah, of, fully. It was like, I'm in this room, I'm in my body. I don't know really what I want to do next. And it wasn't like a panic. It wasn't anything like I was like, oh my God, I need to run over there. But I was but like it, closing in on yes. myself. And you like literally with your eyes. Mm -hmm. And again, this is across the room, but it's like an energetic thing. When you're, when you really care about someone and you hold space for somebody, you notice those little nuances. Yeah. And I, I just kind of noticed you like drift off into this like dissoci dissociative like space. And that's when I, you know, politely kind of like walked away and, came to you and I think I like put my hand on your arm or something and my first intention was like let me just ground her and mm -hmm. see like where she's at because it looks a little bit like she's floating in space mm -hmm. right now and I just looked at you and I think the first thing I said was let's do you want to take a breath together and or do you want to like pray or something and you looked at me with these like big eyes and you were like yes like I do and it was that Honestly, the look that you gave me back was like, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. Because like I pulled you out in that instant, pulled you back to like, oh, okay, I'm doing something. Yeah. And, um, you know, we sat there and I, we did a couple breaths and we said a little prayer and set an intention. And, you know, we're sitting on the steps of the stage, kind of behind the speaker box and people are getting situated in the room and the audio guy comes over and give gives you the mic or something like that oh he asked if we wanted two mics mm -hmm. on the stage and I then turned and looked at him with the big eyes and was like no <laughs> like just just one like I'm uh, just one <laughs> and then you looked at me and we're just kind of like there was this like please come come with me please, please. be with me um kind of look and you know the ins the part of like Nikki like me was like freaking out that you were looking at me with this like please be here with me and then the other part of me was like if that's what I have to do to hold space for my friend and this human that I love I will do anything mm. and I yeah we got on stage and I honestly just sat there yeah like the whole the whole time <laughs> um yeah. and, you know it wasn't awkward like she was speaking on the stage and I'm just randomly sitting here it was you know we were doing breath work and yeah. we were walking through some things but um yeah, that was my experience on that side. It was so powerful for me for many, many reasons. Obviously, um, on a personal level, it was healing. Mm. I don't Why think, so? I don't think I've maybe said this yeah. directly, but it um, reinforced a, 
uh, a story that I've been working to reprogram, mm. which is that the people I love are there when I need them. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one for you. It's a really big one. Yeah. Like I can feel mm-hmm. the emotion yeah. there because it mattered. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. It really mattered that you showed up for me. Um, that you saw me. Yeah. That you stepped up, you know, wow. that you took action, that you, it, it, for me, it's like, you went to battle on my behalf in the sense that you just said, like, I'm here, you know? And that's sometimes all we need yeah. <laughs> um, is to feel it's like so we're true. not alone. It's so true. You know? And I, um, I'm just so grateful for that. And then the byproduct of that was it, it's, you know, you putting your hand on me. It was like this invitation for me to come back to the moment yeah. and to, to show up in the moment mm-hmm. and to be all that I am. And then, um, but it was also an invitation for you yeah. <laughs> to oh, yeah. step further into to your role. And um, everyone benefited. Yeah. Everyone in that space, because immediately I could get to the place I needed within my own heart. Yeah. And, and show up and serve from that space. And it ended up being so powerful. And I remember people coming up to us after. Yeah, they did. And not just talking to me, but talking to you too. Yeah. And saying how much they yeah. appreciated your presence up on the stage because yeah. it um, it was felt, yeah. you know. Well, just like you said, the kind of the healing that it had for you personally, one of the girls came up to me and, you know, thanked me for – our synergy together mm-hmm. uh, because she said that she saw the way that we were there for each other and the way that we kind of played off each other and that she noticed that and loved the kind of dynamic between mm-hmm. us. And mind you, again, I was not speaking. Yeah. I didn't speak one <laughs> word. I think I waved when you like introduced, introduced me. You. I had no idea what to expect. I didn't say one word, but it was it was really just me sitting there holding the space um, moving through the the breath work and the exercises um, with you. And she just loved that like mm-hmm. dynamic mm-hmm. and was able to, to see that energy. And mm-hmm. I think that just like you said, it's a great representation of somebody just like being. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm so excited to talk about this because this show is all about leveling up your game. And that's the mental, emotional, spiritual game as well. And I know that we've all been through something challenging in our life whether that's the loss of a loved one, a relationship, or just trying to figure out your place, your purpose, and your worth. There is nothing more valuable that I have found in my life than finding safe spaces for me to talk through what's really going on in between my ears, inside my head. And sometimes our mind can be our biggest block to transformation. But with BetterHelp, you have a therapist that you can connect with entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable for your schedule. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, I really encourage you guys to try BetterHelp. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash coachable today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash coachable. Well, and it's what makes anything work, right? It's like not everyone is... If you, It's like the body of Christ when you in the bible that talks about like somebody's the arm and someone's the leg and someone's Mm, the mouthpiece and someone's the ear it's like we all play an executive role and have a a unique function in that makes up the whole Mm -hmm. you know whether that's in relational dynamics and and work environments and family and it's like do we know our role and are we willing to be all like step up and be fulfill that um and be in service of each other and a greater mission mm-hmm. that we have have intentionally agreed upon that we all care about. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the work we do so fulfilling. Mm. Um because we're in agreement about that. Yeah. You know, we're in agreement about what we're doing and why we're doing it, why it's why it's important. And it's not just about me. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, I'm doing this. It's I yeah. am always saying, We did this. Yeah. We did this. And sometimes it's like, well, Tori, you grew that following. But I don't I get no, like, 
greater joy than sharing it with people, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and so that's what it kind of looks on a business side, but also like you and I personally have, we have different ways that we process and then we, things that we enjoy, but we have a lot of things in common too. And even recently, as of late, I've been moving through a lot Mm -hmm. personally, um, and have really been stepping up my practices to help support myself when I go through things, Mm -hmm. just like all of you, the things I tell you to do, I try to practice myself and you get to see. And so part of one of my practices recently, um, because I know this about myself that I can get in my head Mm. and I'm best when I'm in my heart. Um, so a big part for me is, is learning to ground. And so I've added hoppe. Um, it's a plant medicine. It's a non-psychedelic plant medicine, very rooting, grounding medicine that I've started to use as a way to, to ground to deeper into my meditations and into my body, um, and to become more present. And recently I was kind of leading myself through that. Um, but I just called from the other room and I'm like, Nikki, like, I need you. (laughs) Can you come and just like lay your hands on me and just, just hold, hold me for a minute. Mm -hmm. Just like hold your, like just hold my legs. Just like make sure, let me know that you're here. And those things I could, I could give countless examples of the way that you support me and and hold space. But I, I think these are relevant for people because they sound small in some ways. It's just like, Oh, you, one, it's, you have to get, for me, it's been a journey just to even get to the point where I call out when I need help. Yeah, yeah. Um, for all of us, you it's so I mean? hard to, well, because you offer an opportunity for rejection. You offer an opportunity for a deeper wound mm-hmm. to be to be created. And it takes an immense amount of courage to actually ask for help mm-hmm. and to put yourself out there in that way. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, but on my end, I love to see when people, because I'm a projector in human design. And so my thing is waiting for an invitation. Mm. I'm, I'm powerful, but I wait until people invite me in to like release that power. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's been a beautiful part of our relationship is because you are willing to offer invitations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And... I, as much as you said, as calling out or asking for help is an, is creates an opening and is a doorway to potential rejection. It's also the doorway, the same doorway that you have to walk through to yeah. healing, yeah, and to being met and mm-hmm. to being um, allowing someone to show up for you and allowing someone to to meet your needs, yeah. Um, so it, it requires the same level of courage to do both. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, what is so healing and so beautiful is getting to the point where you know you know the types of people the the people that are safe to call on yeah you know and then allowing yourself uh to benefit from all of the magic and medicine that comes from having supportive partner or or friends or family or whoever it might be um to just be there with you yeah well i think the bit a really big thing i want to point out too is i show up in these ways for you also because of that curiosity, we've had conversations and I've gotten to learn what's important to you. Mm. And I've gotten to learn what your love language is and, and what matters to you in terms of the way that people around you show up. Mm-hmm. The same that I would ask my partner or my siblings or anyone that I love about, I ask of my friends. Mm-hmm. And when it's like, I get to create this toolbox for everybody in, in my life and I've gotten to learn What's, what matters to you and what's important to you. And one of the biggest things that we've talked about is presence means a lot to you. Mm-hmm. The way that people show up and the way that they spend their time and are present in front of you. And I think everybody has a different definition of what presence is. Mm-hmm. But when you really are present with someone, it's, there's no way to describe it. It's mm-hmm. only felt. It can even be as small as like last night. I got a bee in my bonnet. I wanted to go play karaoke. Like I wanted to go sing karaoke. Mm-hmm. And my friend and I just like sent texts out to our friends and people showed up yeah. and people came and people said yes to that invitation. Nick being one of them who's in our control <laughs> room right now. And some team bonding. Yeah, we had team bonding and I was like, <laughs> come do this thing. And they said yes. And they mm-hmm. their presence was felt. Yeah. And that in not that I'm keeping a list in my mind, yeah. but that 
checks a box for me of mm -hmm. being like, you take the time, you care, yeah. you want to be around, you know what I mean? So as I think oftentimes we think about learning how to speak our needs and get our needs met in romantic relationships. That's a big piece, a uh, topic that we talk a lot on this show, but just in general. But friends, using your voice, learning how to, to you know, become discerning about who who's safe, who deserves that a level of access into your life, mm -hmm. who deserves to get to know you at that deep of a level, isn't just reserved for, for romantic partners. Yeah. And what's beautiful is that you and I, and I hope this is not just a one-sided thing on my end, but are learning and being able to um, get even more comfortable and familiar oh, with yeah. what do we need and how do I ask for it. Yeah. And now we have, I know I do, have greater reference points for what I'm looking for, you know, yeah. from somebody else. Yeah. And, because I know it's possible because yeah. I've had it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, on, on my end, I think, our relationship has been so healing too in, in professional ways and in personal ways and for almost the same thing, which mm. is crazy. Uh, presence means a lot to me too. And I've had a lot of situations in my life where I've been told that my presence is so powerful, mm -hmm. but there's been this belief that's created that I'm not worthy of the same. So like I may be able to show up and hold space and be present for people, but it doesn't mean that that I can receive that same thing mm -hmm. or that anyone can hold that same level of presence or same level of space or whatever it may be. There's just this belief that I've created from relationships in my past, whatever it may be. And, you know, you do the same thing. And mm -hmm. so that's, what's beautiful is our relationship has become this synergistic like cycle of, um, of just like showing up yeah it really has it's like it feeds we both feed it yeah you know what I mean and I think that that's come from us both being vulnerable mm -hmm. to to a point you know mm -hmm. we've and sometimes by accident you know because of our close proximity we're just kind of like there in those moments yeah um but all but slowly over time you know it's it's built to on both ends just have this level of of trust mm -hmm. and I think for you know anybody listening it's scary to to offer yourself in that way to the people around you but the most beautiful special amazing moments in my life have come in those spaces mm -hmm. and and um yeah like you said there's i feel like we underestimate how powerful friendships uh can be mm -hmm. and but also not friendships i'm thinking about like on the professional side, you know, a lot of us in the world, like we have coworkers, we have people that are like only our friends at work, but you know, I invite you to go past that, you know, have, a, have a deeper conversation at lunch, like invite them to happy hour, like whatever it may be. There's the humans in our vicinity. Um, like you said, even Nick, who's here, like part of our, part of our podcast crew, uh, you know, we've, hung out outside of work and it's like these people these humans are around us how can we integrate more as humans and connect it doesn't have like, yeah we don't have care. to set these hard boundary yeah, lines like, where it's like oh, oh this is professional yeah. and like we don't go there it's they're like, at work i like, want to know you for you not for what you do for me yeah <laughs> like i care about you as a human and honestly i enjoy your presence so like why does it have you know what i mean Obviously, there's professionalism. Yeah, of course. Of, of course. But it's, I think, we get to transcend yeah. the limiting constructs that we've been told, this yes. is appropriate and this is not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're like, who decided that? Who decided <laughs> that? And um, at least in our, you know, the culture that we are creating at our in our home, you know, in this business, hopefully in the show and... Um, is that like you're welcome here yeah you said to me the other day i had like a breakdown in the car and it was this incredible mm -hmm. revelation <laughs> that i still to this like i don't know this was a couple of months ago actually it was the it was same not. day as the story that we just told this event that was we had it? yeah it was it was on okay no maybe it wasn't that was different <laughs> never mind <laughs> but i remember but what you're it talking. was 
yeah, we were literally sitting in the car. How many of y'all done this? Like outside of the house, house, like literally just sitting in the car. And I just started going down this rabbit hole of like trying to get to the bottom of mm. something. We were that, like unraveling. Yeah. We were like, we started, there was like this thing, energetic, emotional like block, block yeah. like belief that was like, if you think of like a ball of yarn and I think I just, I just picked one little string and I started like pulling on it just like with a question. And then she sort yeah. of started unraveling it. Yeah. Well, um, like you said earlier, it's that extraction process. And mm -hmm. like you held such amazing space for me in that moment when like, you know, we had something to do or whatever, but we just sat in the car yeah. and you like, you showed me your presence. Yeah. You asked me these questions and at like the bottom of it, like the bottom of the yarn of the conversation that we got to was, I'm so glad you're here. And I like lost it. Like I just started mm. crying and it was this like a deep, it was this deep like inner child cry <clears throat> of like, <clears throat> that's, sorry. You have some water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It was this deep inner child cry of like, I needed to hear that. And I didn't realize how mm. much I needed to hear that and how important that was and how much of a healing simple phrase that that was and it comes down to to presence of the phrase i'm so glad you're here is like i'm present with you in this moment enough to acknowledge your presence like your existence your presence in front of me and also that like i care about you in this moment and i like said i'm so glad you're here to myself mm -hmm. which was incredible but then hearing it as well of like Nikki today and and you as Tori is just glad that I'm here was it was just I I really needed to hear that and it was so healing it was I think it was like for you hearing that and being able to say that and receive it yeah helped to heal for all the times you didn't feel like you belonged yeah or that you or were wanted. wanted. Yeah, in that space. In a space. In that moment. Where you felt like a, a, an outsider. Um, and what I was helping you to see is like you are not on the outside. Like yeah. you are an integral part of what makes this a, a place we all want to be. And I'm, your presence is not just like needed, it's celebrated. And yeah. it's like it's important and yeah. and to be able to like let yourself hear that and this is something we can give to ourselves all the time it's like what does the thing what do I need to hear that I haven't yeah ever heard you know like what is the thing I'm longing for that I don't even and typically it's at underneath all of these you other things dig. you gotta Especially dig for the it. more you suppress like the older you get the more you find yourself suppressing I mean, how many times recently in in our conversations have have you asked me a question? I'm like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you it, it's there. You're it's almost like this faint whisper that you have to really tune into. Because mm -hmm. if, if we ask ourselves, what do you think that's about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And and it's a it's a I think we've been trained to say that for many reasons. One, it we don't have to go there with this person. We don't have to be honest with ourselves or this person. I used to say, sometimes I'll say I'm fine because you don't yeah. actually have deserved to know, <laughs> you know what I mean? What's act or I don't have time to actually get into it yeah. or whatever it is. But in this type of space that she and I have kind of curated, and I usually ask for permission, you know, when I yeah. try to oh, step yeah, into more of my my space holder coach role because we try to delineate between mm -hmm. like we're just hanging out and being friends but like if you want me to step into that like I will and sometimes we say I don't know because it's it's easy it's a cop-out yeah. it's like I don't have to actually think I don't have actually feel like and I don't have to face it face it if I say it out loud I'm acknowledging it to not only myself but to another human that has the potential to hold me accountable for mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And 
That's terrifying. And we're like, if I am honest, if I say this, what does that mean going mm-hmm. forward? What does that mean about how I've been living mm-hmm. and at, that I've been ignoring this truth, you yeah. know? And it conf- it's confronting because it brings things to a head and you're like, am I, it's an invitation to walk into a new reality, a new timeline, a new shift things. And some of us, we're not ready for that, you know? But um, I always encourage people, um, and Nikki was just this example for this one, but it's like, if you're struggling, if you're confused, if you're feeling lost and you're like, why am I feeling this way? Or, you know, I don't know. I also like to say like, well, if you did know, what do you think it would be? Oh yeah. (laughs) If you did know, because the truth is most times we do, we just haven't gotten quiet enough. We haven't gotten still enough. We haven't had the space either. We haven't curated it or we haven't had a safe environment. Um, It's like, I do, I do know. Well, I love that you asked that question because I always feel your presence when you ask me that question because it's like, a, hey, you're safe to actually find this answer. You're safe to actually go look. And it's such a gentle reminder of, you know, but what if? Mm-hmm. Like, if you did know, what What, what do you think would, would come yeah. up? Yeah, like, it's in, a, in you say it in such a way where it's like a little playful. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if you did know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. And it's almost, it's like sort of a game that you play because it's almost sourcing that wisdom from your higher self. Yeah. When you, because a lot of times we initially just go to our, logical mind oh, yeah. for answers instead mm-hmm. of actually dropping in or actually sourcing that wisdom from a higher place. Um, and so that when we say, I don't know, we then can have this, ex- we, we can sort of externally orient and go mm-hmm. back out into the world to look for the answer instead yeah. of having to look within ourselves. Mm-hmm. If I say, I don't know, then we go to the coach or we go to the therapist or we go to social media or we go to our friends and ask them for answers. What do you think? Why do you Mm. think this is happening? So instead, as a coach and what I've learned is to redirect that focus back to ourselves again, internally. So as soon as we say, I don't know, we can then refer back out and look for the answers outside of us. And that gentle reminder, if you did know, you start to source it from a higher level of consciousness mm-hmm. and it's self-sourced yeah. um, from within you versus seeking something outside of yourself. And that's really powerful to get in the habit of practicing. Um, yeah, because you have, you have the answers. You really do. Yeah. I think for me, it's that voice of suppression has become like so loud mm. that it it really takes someone, A, caring enough, and B, like willing to be present enough to hold that space to allow me to actually like dig through to find it. Because mm. my, you know, how many times have you asked me questions and I say, I don't know. Mm. It, it takes me a while to get there. Mm-hmm. And that's another way that you show me that you care is you'll hold space in that moment to like, not let me get away with mm-hmm. saying, I don't know. Or, and maybe we don't, but it doesn't mean you can't figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or that you can't mm-hmm. go be resourceful and mm-hmm. find the answer. Even if there are things yeah. I've asked you to do things you've never done before mm-hmm. within yeah. <laughs> this organization. True. There are definitely times I've asked you, um, you know, thrown you into the fire and asked you to do things that you don't know how to do. Correct. Yeah. But just because you don't know how doesn't yeah. mean you're not going to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I love about it. It's so interesting you say that because when it comes to work, I have this concept that like I'm a I'm like a figure outer. Mm -hmm. Like everything is figure outable. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't know how to do something, if the curtains that I really want hung in the dining room (laughs) fall six times, they are going to be hung the seventh. Mm -hmm. Like I will figure it out. But I don't give myself that same level of like, uh, almost like determination, mm. that same drive of let's figure this out, like Nikki, mm-hmm. like internally, let me figure it out. I will just like 
throw it away a little bit. Yeah. And almost like I'm not worthy. Like I haven't mm -hmm. built that self-love of being like, this time for you to get to this place is worth it. Mm -hmm. And you are worth figuring it out, mm -hmm. like whatever mm -hmm. that may look like. I think I have found so much of my worth as a human in figuring things out for other people. In, and I mean, how many of us feel that way? I mean, I, mm -hmm. I think more recently I've even come to actually acknowledge that, mm -hmm. that I find my worth, my value in what I can do for others. Mm -hmm. But like, I can't actually show up for others until I find that value and that worth and that love within myself. So I'm kind of at this turning point mm -hmm. right now in my life where I'm kind of turning that level of drive and determination and willingness and presence and turning it back on myself. And I feel like a kid again, like mm -hmm. I'm 30 years old and I'm like meeting myself for the first time, like me, not Nikki in the workplace, not Nikki in the way she shows up for her friends and family and people that she loves, but like, how do I show up for me? Mm -hmm. And how do I find that worth and that love within myself? Yeah, it's awesome. It's really powerful to see. I like that is happening before my eyes, before our eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like you and I are both in really beautiful processes. I mean, we're always in process, yeah. but um, yeah, that has uh, definitely taken shape um, and come into the forefront recently. And it's amazing to see and bear witness to. And uh, I learned so much from you every Same. day. Oh my God. So uh, yeah, I, I, I hope this conversation serves as medicine for people to mm -hmm. to give them a reference point for what they can find in friendship mm -hmm. um healing sister wounds um culture that can be created and built in your home in your business in your workplace yeah. if you decide that that's what you want um that it is possible to find people that uh love you and support you for you yeah. that see you um and i hope it gives people hope and i yeah. hope it, it it lights a fire in other people to start with you know what i mean if don't expect other people just to show up you know for you I, that one of the things i've been really meditating on recently is like you get what you put out into the world mm. you know if you yeah. want more love be more loving it's so true if you want a friend be a friend mm -hmm. You know, yeah. if you want somebody to hold space for you, hold, you know, hold space. Yeah. If you if you want someone to be be interested in you, be interested in someone else. Yeah. Um, and it will it will come back. Yeah. So, I love I love uh, what you said about really just offering that level of of hope because there's a time in my life where I really needed to hear this conversation, and I really needed to know that it was okay to be me in all the ways that I am me and that I can be met in that place and seen and loved and just welcomed. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a beautiful testament of what our relationship has taught me. Mm. And I would love that everybody listening just holds on to that. Whether you feel the brewingness of this happening in your life now, maybe with someone that you've recently met or someone that you're like, you know, I really feel called to show up for them in, in a new way, in, in a new level. Um, and really just hold on to that, that hope and that it's exciting to me. Like this, this relationship between us has, has really got me excited about all of the opportunity that there is and all the relationships that I still haven't even started mm -hmm. yet. I think mm -hmm. as, you know, adults, we think the people in our life are it. Yeah. That's all We've we're going to ever meet. That's all, you know, we, we rarely picture our future with like new people, new friends, new community, new faces of people we've new. never seen yeah. before. Yeah. And, uh, because what we've known each other for not even a year yet. Mm -hmm. And, the way that we've been able to move through life and what we've learned from each other. And I would never have 
if you would have told me this a year ago that I'd be sitting here having this conversation and having moved for all the things that I have, like I would have thought you were crazy. Mm-hmm. Would have thought you were crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's possible, and it's possible. we're a, we're a testament of that. And I really hope uh, people see that. Yeah, and this I hope that this is not the last time we see you on Ooh. the show, because um, I think I think people are gonna like. Okay. I, I really we'll do. Have to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys let us know if this is a conversation, an episode that you enjoyed. I'm confident that it will land in your hearts in the ways that it's been, you know, reflected and shared from ours. And um, that's our hope. So if you did like this conversation, please let us know. Leave us a rating and review on Apple or Pod or Spotify. That is the number one way to say thank you. But also we want to hear your stories. How are you holding space for yourself, for your friends? How are you creating a culture and an environment within yourself, within your home, within your community that is cultivating and, and living in alignment with the values that you've decided are most important to you? Because uh, that's how we create a better world. You know, that's how we create... Uh, better environments to work in. That's how we create better, more healthy family and relational dynamics. That's how um, the world changes. It's by us changing. They say, be the change you want to see. Go out this week, be coachable, apply something that you've learned today and maybe share this with a friend. That would be the number one uh, best thing you could do, um, I think, with with the content that we've put out this week. So thank you, my friend, for being here for being in my life. Um, I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. All right. I love you. Until next week, you guys. We'll see you next week on the Coachable Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.